Okay. You are listening to a Banzai Retro Club podcast. Language and topics may not always be appropriate for younger listeners. Press 1 for a groovy topic from the 1970s. Press 2 for an awesome topic from the 1980s. Or press 3 for a slamming topic from the 1990s. Please choose now. Too late. We have made your selection for you. Let's start the show. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Bonsai Retro Club. It's Suzanne and me tonight. Um, Dave and and uh, Rose couldn't make it. So we are going to continue our conversation on one of uh, Suzanne and I's, my favorite shows about the 80s, and that is Freaks and Geeks. Now we did, uh, we already recorded episode one and two, or discussed episode one and two from the series and now we're going to continue on with uh, episode three right now and then possibly episode four if we have time so let's start with um saying hello to suzanne hi suzanne good talk to you again hi yeah nice to be back hi everybody (laughs) so freaks and geeks we we this was a few weeks back that we recorded the other ones so bring i'm trying to bring myself back up to speed mentally um, yes, so <laughs> we brought, we, we kind of covered the whole, you know, the, the original synopsis of, of the storyline of the 18 episodes all over, all together. You know, it's, uh, it's set in the early eighties, 1980 is what I think it's the main, the main year that they focus on, but it's just a really fun show. It's got a lot of great characters in it. A lot of great people that a lot of actors that have gone on to do a lot of things. So tonight... We're going to talk about episode number three, which is called Tricks and Treats, and it was a Halloween episode, which I know sometimes it seems like these holiday episodes can be cliche, but I think this one was done really well and not not as cliche as what some of the other like sitcoms do. Um, what do you think? Um, it seems a lot more... Uh, I don't know. It's it's now. I don't know if cliche is it. Cause like like I mentioned, the the um the Goldbergs Halloween episode had a very similar um mm-hmm. situation in it. Um, but uh, I don't know. It doesn't take it just as an occasion to stick the characters in stupid costumes. You know, right. there's there's like a lot more emotional stuff going on. So in that Absolutely. case, yeah, in that case, I think it's a little a few notches above most holiday episodes of of sitcoms. I agree totally. Um, so, so break it down. Um, the the beginning of the episode, you know, at first uh, Sam and Neil and and Bill are not going to go trick or treating because they think they're too old for it now because they're they're freshmen. They're like all fourteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they eventually change their minds and decide to go ahead and go out. And this is where Lindsay 
you know, the older sister, she decides to go out with uh, her friends and they get a little crazy. So, um, how, what do you think of some of the, uh, the costumes that, that Bill and Neil and, and Sam came up with? <laughs> I think it's hysterical that Bill ended up as the bionic woman. <laughs> yeah. That, that yeah, scene where really he's, funny. where he's getting ready. Yeah. And he, he dresses up like a woman and he starts, he starts like acting like Jamie Summers mm. and, uh, and and is like looking in the mirror and he's primping himself. He's getting his you know his hair all nice and then he yeah. gets on the phone. And they're getting all critical of his wig and stuff. Like yeah, he was he was very into his character. Too I know, funny. I know, and it's just it's such a strange pick. Uh, I don't know unless I was some, trying to say something about his sexuality, which I, I didn't really see happen anywhere else in the show. But, you know, in the series. But, yeah. you know, I mean, he could have been anybody. He could have been the bionic man. He could have been any woman if he wanted to be a woman. It just to me, it's just hysterical that that's the woman he decided to be. Well, <laughs> Jamie Summers. <laughs> I wonder if it was just like that was the year that it came out or that that the bionic woman started. It might have been right about that time because I know the bionic man was a couple years before that. Yeah, and there were only a couple of years of that series. It didn't last very long, the Bionic Woman. No. Yeah. Six Million Dollar Man was uh, ran longer, I think. But it was a big deal at the time. But, I don't know, I think more of a big deal for girls. That's the last thing I would have expected him to climb into was a Jamie Summers costume. <clears throat> well, and that's that's where they kind of went with, like, kind of more of a, uh, a comedic twist on that one. Mm. Uh, on his character. And uh, then Neil was uh, Groucho Marx. Was it or like Charlie Chaplin or something? I'm trying to remember. Oh, Charlie Chaplin. Sorry. It... No, wait. No, it was Groucho Marx. It was Groucho Marx? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, okay. it was Groucho. And what? Um, and uh, Sam was what? Some kind of robot? Or was he the Tin Man? Or... No, he was. <laughs> I'm trying to remember. Sorry. This one I have to see No, that's funny. It's funny that you say the Tin Man because um, it's actually Gort. From um, the day the Earth stood still. Oh, which is a robot, and, right? Yes, it's a robot. Okay, so, so I'm remembering at least the, what the costume looked like. <laughs> yes, but it's funny that you mentioned the Tin Man because uh, you know they they decide they, in the beginning of the show they're like, no, we're too old for this, and then they all get dressed up and he makes his costume and stuff, and they're going out and they're out in the neighborhoods trick or treating, and they come across this one lady that's really like. She's she's pretty weathered, let's say. Yeah, yeah, with the cigarette. See, I'm looking at a. Yeah, she's smoking a cigarette. Yeah, Yeah. she's like. She's she's smoking and jaded and shit. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Very very pale skin. You know, really like. A house robe or something. Right, very haggard looking. She and you know, as soon as she opens up, you guys are too like with that smoky voice. You guys are too old for trick or treating. And uh, she says to Sam, she goes, what are you, the freaking Tin Man? <laughs> yeah, baby, that's why I was thinking. <laughs> and he goes, oh, I'm Gort from the day the Earth stood still. That's so funny, that. it's just a I mean, Tin Man. Isn't that a movie from the 50s? It is. That's it's cool. old. I mean, it was old, especially for that time. But right. But they're geeks. So right, they have, like they they love sci-fi, and, you know. Yeah, yeah, okay. And I guess so, if, um, you know, if his buddy could be Groucho Marx, I mean, that's not exactly contemporary to the time frame either. 
So. Right. Like Bill was more on target as far as like mm-hmm. time, like time frame reference to the era. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. Uh, it's true. Yeah. At least he was, you know, socially relevant for the time period. <laughs> right. I think I think it would have been funny for one of them to be Mr. Furley. From, oh man. Uh, from, yeah. Uh, they could have company. Bill could have pulled that off big time. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> but what fun is that to dress up like Don Knotts? Come on. Oh come on! Look at those those leisure suits that he had. Those things were sweet. Yeah, the big the collars. Knots he used to he used to like knot around his neck. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And the the and the only reason I bring that show up is because they reference that show a couple times in this in this whole series. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they've got that that one kid who has um uh, maybe he's an As- uh, Asperger's kid or something, but he's always talking about the Reese right. Company, right? Right. What, what is his right. name? Is uh. Uh, he's a really good actor. He went yeah. on to do some pretty cool, very deep, deep stuff. That uh, oh, oh, I cannot remember what his name is. He Eli. Was, Eli. Eli. I was thinking Neil. Eli. And that, was he was in much. the first. He was on the first episode when um, Lindsay asked him to go to prom. Yeah, and then she, she, asked she prom and, and then she then broke she, his arm. Yeah. Then, yeah. Then she <laughs> insulted him, and he went rolling yeah. down the bleachers or something. Yeah, she said, "Oh, they're only making fun of you because you're retarded." And he's like, "I'm not a re- I'm not retarded." Yeah, and that then was, he, that then was a painful flying. moment. It was, but it was, you know that, and that's why I think this show is so much better than sitcoms. Yeah, because uh, it deals for, with those kind of moments, you know, it doesn't really yeah. back I, off. You know, high school for me, I had a lot of fun in high school, but there was a lot of awkward moments. Oh yeah. I think that I think that's just reality. There's a lot of awkward moments, and I I like that they make those moments in this in this series. They make them feel very real, and you're like, damn man, that was like really that was really serious. Yeah. But this is a fun show to watch. So, um, anyway, where were we going with that? I don't know. Yeah, that's a different episode. No, we were talking about the costumes. We were talking about. Oh right, right, right. So, and and then, wait, I'm trying to, still trying to, sometimes I, I forget the names of the characters because you have to understand, I told you, this is so much like my high school, like, I've replaced their names with people who I actually knew, who no they remind way, me really? of. <laughs> yeah, in certain ways, like some of them oh. are composite of a few people, so it's, sometimes I can't remember who's who, but. I wish you could, I wish you could tell me which ones, like, like who your friends were <laughs> of that. But I know you don't want to. You don't want to like say their names without you know asking them if you could talk about them, right? It wouldn't mean that much to you. But like, if I sat down and screened this with my, you know, at a high school reunion with my friends, then we would all recognize each other. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Be like, oh my god, that's you. That's totally you. (laughs) Wait, wait, that's Laura Ketchum. I know it. (laughs) Yeah. So. Yeah. Um. So they're they're out trick or treating, mm-hmm. and and they're walking around. And one of the incidents that they come across is the bully, again. Yeah. And Alan, Alan the bully, um, mm-hmm. him now he's got two buddies to go with him, and and they decide to basically mug, um, <laughs> they they basically mug Sam and Neil and Bill for all the candy trip that they already picked up, you know, all the trick or treating uh-huh. that they already did. 
and then the, the a fight ensues, and they all. Oh, you know who I forgot to mention is Harris. Harris, that's the mellow guy, right? Like the he's zen the one, kind of zen guy. Yeah, yeah he, with he's the long the, hair. He's like the dude that's like a year older than them that they keep going to for advice. Yes, yes, he's like. It's so guru. funny. I lo- I like love that. Guru. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like him too. He's like very. You know, on top of things and, you yeah. know, doesn't get rattled. But yet he can still go trick-or-treating with these guys, you know? Like, he's not above them. He's, uh, I don't know, they turn to him like he's their, like, a, right. a role model. But he's kind of one of them, you know? Right. Yeah, no, he is totally one of them. Um, but at the same time, he's like, a, he's got to be, like, a year older. Because he talked about, he talked about... um like we go back to the first episode again when and they introduced him in that episode because they were trying to figure out what they should do about yeah, Alan. What to do about Boyd. Alan? Yeah, who wanted who and, kind of called them out and had to go fight with him. Yeah, and he and and Harris is like, well, it sounds a lot like the so and so conundrum that he dealt with. You know, he he dealt with a bully his last year when he was first in high school or whatever, and he had to. So basically like fight him and then it went him. away. Yeah. Been there, done that. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. So they keep going back to Harris and it's so funny. Um, yeah, but even Daniel eventually goes to Harris and sits down in front of him and says, my loser, what do you think? <laughs> you know, like, I think yeah. that's, isn't that later in the series, but he just sits down with him. He's like, tell me what you think of me. <laughs> Harris is, 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 is kind of like Yoda. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He and does. He's not. Us, no, you're not a loser. You have sex. Yeah. <laughs> and anybody has sex. But other than that, he says, yeah. yeah. He said, but mm. other than that, maybe. Yeah. yeah. He's very straightforward and just kind of lays it on the line. It's. I, I love Harris. He's very yeah. mellow and very very soft spoken. Right. I like him um, too. He has good delivery. Uh. Yeah. It's. It's really. He's really an interesting little like a, a very sub character. Because he's only in like I think maybe five or six episodes, maybe maybe more than that, maybe half the episodes. But he's got a very small role in most of them. Yeah, but he's a, he's a presence, you know. He is like in the uh, in the last episode that we talked about, the beers and weirs, mm-hmm. where they did where they did the um, the party at her house, right? Party, yeah, with the fake beer. <laughs> yeah, he's he's trying. He he did. He was like in this. Uh, play at school, you know, trying to talk about don't drink and drive and stuff. And then he ends up at the party mm-hmm. and he's doing a beer bong and he's telling the, whoever's pouring it, he goes, okay, don't, don't pour it until I'm ready. Don't pour it. Until, don't do it until I'm ready. <laughs> and, and then they start pouring it and he's like, I wasn't ready. And it like pours all over him or something. It's funny. But anyway, Harris has a knife in his head in this yeah. episode as a carrot, as his costume. Um, and we'll have to jump back to her, the mom, Jean. Yes. Okay. Uh, for once in a minute here, but so they're just walking around, and Harris now gets everybody gets all their candy taken by Alan. Alan. Mm-hmm. Uh, Very rude. Yeah. Yeah. But this is the thing, dick. like they have to feel like kind of conflicted because I mean they are a little old. Thing. Like you remember when you got to that year we had to give it up, you didn't really want to, and you mm-hmm. you feel a little guilty that you even still want to do it, but you can't help yourself. So I mean, how can you fight with your bully for candy when you're dressed up in a cardboard box braided silver? You know? 
hard. I mean, just you know, <laughs> just physically, physically, it's it's difficult. And then you know, in your head, you're going, "What what the hell's going on here?" Yeah, yeah. And it's just <laughs> that much more embarrassing than you can't defend oh, yeah. yourself. Now, one of the things that I noticed, it was daylight when they went trick or treating in this one. Okay. Well, don't they, and, they end up? It's it's dark by the end of the day, isn't it? Or I might be confusing it with the Goldberg's Halloween episode. I don't think it is. I don't think it gets dark by the time they get home, and hmm. and um, because Lindsay ends up going back home after her little adventure, and we'll get into that in a second. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And she because ends she up handing out her. candy with her mom. Right, right. But first she takes, she leaves her mom, who's all psyched that they're going to do Halloween stuff together. Right. And goes off and with, the, with the freak friends. Yeah, and, and Jean, the mom, makes cookies and is handing out cookies, and everybody's, like, dumping them on the lawn because yeah, you're not allowed. them because you know, this, they're not wrapped, this, right. Right. The, this is when that starts happening, like, in, in our society, mm-hmm. when, when everybody had to be concerned about... Um, Tampering with yeah, products the or whatever. In, in the in the apples and that kind of product. razor blade in the apples. I remember that you one know, too. Like, I don't who even gives apples on Halloween anyway. I don't know. <laughs> and did that ever really happen, or was that just like a? Uh... I think it was a hoax. I think I remember yeah. hearing that that it was pretty much a hoax. And there were other similar hoaxes, but then like one guy who actually like killed his kid with a pixie stick full of cyanide or something that oh was real. Um, I know this is a bizarre world we live in, but. You know, that's what ha- all you need is one pixie stick full of cyanide, and that's it. Well, you know, Halloween and, forever. Yeah, that will that'll mess it up for sure. The one of the hoaxes that they actually kind of incorporated into the into the show also not only was the the cookies you know not being acceptable, um, but when the three boys were out, they before they went out, they said you know hippies are handing out, um like mini candy bars that look like candy bars, but they're really poop inside. Um, um, I, I think I do. And also didn't, um, didn't Lindsay and Sam's dad say something like, yeah, I know what these kids are doing. They're putting acid on the, uh, on the wrappers or something like that. There was a rumor <laughs> yeah. that there was ribbon candy with actually was, you know, acid, but which I think may have been a form of, you it know, been. drug, distribution at some point in college not that i took advantage of it but you know i think i do remember hearing that kind of thing both in the halloween episode and you know maybe he- hearing wisps of that in the real world mm-hmm. but yeah you know, paranoia, um, it's rough it's rough on halloween so i do know i remember one scene in uh, earlier on in the episode where where gene is handing out the cookies and or she's, you know, somebody comes to the door. That the, the kids come to the door and they ring the doorbell and then they and Jean opens the door and she's trying to hand out cookies and suddenly, um, I think his name is Harold, the husband. Yeah, it's Harold. Pretty sure it's Harold, isn't it, Harold? Um, is it? Yeah, I think so. Anyway, um, he comes out from behind the door, you know, and like scares the kids with the Dracula outfit. And then the mom that's walking him around is like, what are you doing scaring my kids? <laughs> <laughs> it is Halloween, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's true. You know, and it's not that scary. I mean, that's, no. 
just a little keep. <laughs> yeah. So do you want to talk about uh, Lindsay's little adventure when she, you know, she originally says that she's going to hand out candy with with her mom. Yeah. Okay. So her mom's all psyched. She's been cooking friend. these cookies. Mm-hmm. She's been baking cookies all day, which is what really makes it sad. I mean, you make all this effort to create all this lovely handcrafted stuff that you're going to give out mm-hmm. for, for Halloween, you know. Um, and I, I don't know. I, where when did Halloween become you know mom's day to hang out with your daughter? That's kind of a, a little bit of a high expectations if, if you ask me. But um, I don't remember that at all. Yeah, I don't either. Like I, I don't remember. I don't remember I that <laughs> being part of the thing. No, no. So I think that was a little. Uh, that was a lot to ask. I think of a of a junior in high school to stay home, stay home and. Do Halloween stuff with mom. Yeah. Um, key, but she does. key key word junior in high school. Key, yeah, key right. Term. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so she takes off with with her friends. She gets what? She gets a call from from Kim or something. Come come out with us. And uh, uh, I think it's I think it's Nick. I think okay. Nick talks her into it. Okay. Okay. And because uh, that's usually the one that talks her into doing stuff with that group. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think I remember that. And that's kind so, of early in their relation, their weird little relationship, which yeah, I think she kind of got pressured into from the start. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah, she definitely got pressured into that from the get go. Um, and then uh, Ken, Seth Rogen's character, was not supposed to be in the car or with them because he, but his, I know his concert got canceled or something. It was supposed to be more like a double date with, you know, Kim and Daniel and and um, Lindsay and Nick. But then suddenly Ken is there in the backseat with them, so now it's, he's the fifth wheel. So now it's just the gang on Halloween. Right. And, a bunch of eggs. <laughs> and I got to say, this is like every episode has so much, so much great music in it. Um, one of the songs that I specifically remember them playing during this little scene when they're all in the car is uh gonna raise hell by cheap trick Mm -hmm. uh just the way they introduce like they bring the song in in the background then they just start jamming it and they're and the kids are getting crazy you know the the five of them so it's a great great song i don't know you know it pretty well right um i don't know if i know that one so well i remember the song i mean sorry i mean i remember the scene I don't remember the accompaniment. Yeah, it's, got, it's got a really good bass line. It's like doom 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 and it just keeps okay, it, it sounding it a little familiar. Yeah, it's it's really it's just Cheap Trick was good. Yeah, they were. Actually, um so my wife's friend down here, um, Tina, she lives she's the one that's been living here in this town since high school and Chrissy always kept in touch with her. Her cousin is actually one of her cousins is Robin Zander from Cheap Trick. Oh wow. Yeah, like a That's like a third cool. cousin like like a distant <laughs> cousin, third cousin or something like that. No benefits with it uh, apparently, but um some some yeah, so she's related to Robin Zander through somehow. Anyway. Nice. So yeah, so Cheap Trick is obviously one of her favorite bands. Just because, you know, by relation. Sure, sure. Um, but they're good. No, and this, the, it's a great song. Um, look it up sometime. It's got a great little 
bass line to it and riffs mm-hmm. and good stuff. That's so good background um, for troublemaking. Because they're oh, out absolutely. there. Absolutely. They're out there with in the fact, eggs and the. Are they? Are, <clears throat> is this one of the episodes where they um, baseball bat the mailboxes as they're going by? Yes. This is this is the the scene where they're going driving around town, and they are. In fact, Daniel is saying like they're trying to figure out something to do and they're driving around. And he goes, you know, what we're gonna do. We're gonna raise hell and he turns up the radio and that's when that song is playing you know and they start jamming out to it and then they get the they start beating mailboxes and and eventually they get eggs out mm-hmm. yes and they're gonna oh don't forget they they stop in front of houses and they go up and kick pumpkins and crush them that's right and they make Lindsay go out and kick pumpkins yeah. and wait i remember she, that like she steps in it and she can't get it off her foot yeah, and then her shoe comes off right. inside the pumpkin. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. I remember. So I she, remember. yeah, she just takes the whole pumpkin, and it ends up one of the one of the uh, pumpkins that they smash at Mr. Rosso's house. Oh, the see, guidance it's, counselor. Yes, no good. <laughs> They're just getting themselves too much and mischief. He comes out, so he he notices it after they leave. You know, he they they do the damage and. And Mr. Rasso come opens the door and comes out and he looks down and his, his pumpkin is smashed. He goes, "That is so uncool." And he goes inside. And he grabs another pumpkin and he puts it right back. In the oh yeah, because he's a replacement pumpkin <laughs> head. So un- he's just he's just like so he's like bent. He's like that is so uncool. It's great. <laughs> great well, you stuff. know what? It is uncool. It's just that you know when you're 16, you're too stupid to know. <laughs> mm. Mm-hmm. All right. Agreed. Um, so now so, we come to the moment where they come uh, upon, upon her brother and his friends on the street. And Lindsay throws an egg at some, you know, somebody that she doesn't realize kid, is yeah. her brother. And until yeah, the robot boy. <laughs> yep. It is Gort, and she she nails him right in the face, too. It's a pretty, pretty good shot, I gotta say. Now, driving by. I never did. I'll be honest. I never threw things at people and ruined people's houses. You know, once I was too old for Halloween, now I didn't need to be destructive about it. Not that I never did anything that I look back on. Yeah. It, I'm like, why did I do that? But at Halloween, destroying things on Halloween was not my my thing. Yeah, I never did much on on Halloween in that sense, but uh, I did. I remember like in fifth or sixth grade i think we toilet papered somebody's house once but it was you know minor okay well that's no less deal. messy than eggs <laughs> yeah although i think that's I mean, the goldberg episode where he goes out with who he thinks is the cool kids and he made himself yeah. this really cool rubik's cube costume and it turns out <laughs> yeah none of the uh, none of the cool kids he went out with had any costumes they were all dressed in black and they were egging houses and they made him egg his own house oh so you know the same kind of thing where you get that turned on yourself so that is a similar that that is similar to what 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 they had to what they kind of put into this episode that you know it kind of comes back around to yeah yeah to to her brother so I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Adam Goldberg was uh, influenced by Freaks and Geeks because there are a few other parallels that go on. And hmm. obviously the I, show came first. Freaks and Geeks came first. 
Yeah, I'd like to try to watch that again. I I just haven't gotten around to, you know, there's so many different shows on there. It's hard to, on Netflix and Amazon and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't even think it's on Netflix. I think it's on Hulu. Yeah, it's on Hulu. I think there's a limited number of episodes now that that are on Hulu. I think they lost a license or something, but in any case. Yeah, I don't like, okay, I'm not going to bash Hulu, but I just (laughs) don't like their, I don't like their interface. Like I, I, it's not user friendly the way Netflix and Amazon are, in mm. my opinion. That's just my personal experience. So. Okay, well, you're allowed. You know, <laughs> you never know. We could get them as yeah. a sponsor someday. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, hopefully they won't listen to this particular episode. <laughs> right. Um, <clears throat> there's a couple other songs that are on there on this on this episode that I like. You know, I like mentioning some of the music mm-hmm. like I was saying before. Um, another one is Roller by April Ryan. It's a great song. Uh, she's Roller, high rolling baby. All right. Um, and then Free For All by Ted Nugent. And this is so, it's just so perfect for the time. Mm-hmm. It was, this, this music was so popular. This style of music was so popular. Yeah, their song choices are usually right on. They're dead on. Oh. I want to know how much they paid Van Halen for all the music that they used from Van Halen. Oh, wow. Because they used no, they, quite a few songs. They did use a lot of stuff. They did not, um, they didn't skimp. Uh, no. And they, they kind of paid the price for it in the end because that's what, what you know, you, you've mentioned that that's what yeah. held up them being able to circulate the DVDs to begin with. They had to get. Right. Right. It was the, uh, all those rights. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And that cannot be cheap. I know that. And I, I think the artists deserve everything that they get. Yeah, sure. Um, from royalties like that. Right, but you would hope that they wouldn't want to hinder this kind of a show from using authentic music, you know? Uh, yeah. I, I would uh, I would hope that when these kind of uh, this kind of quality material is looking for people to you know artists to cooperate, mm-hmm. that they do, that they don't, they're not SOBs about it, you know. And I love that you use the term the quality. The yeah, quality well, it really is. Show, because it really is. This is a really. This has a lot of quality to it. Absolutely, and the music uh, is part of that quality. You know, it wouldn't be yeah, the same show absolutely. without it. Yep. So anyway, um, what else about this episode? trying to think of any let's see she eventually does go back Lindsay does eventually go back to her house put on the cowgirl costume or whatever it was maybe was it no the mother was was in a cowgirl costume yeah and she was supposed to have like a a fair maiden type outfit but it ended up being like a, a a male version of it with a pointy hat and puffy sleeves and I don't know it's kind of I can't remember what they called it. They they had a term for it. Yeah, it was uh, like a little warrior princess kind of looking. I thing. Uh, I don't know. All you know, it was the, it was not the right outfit, but they ended up doing it yeah, together like anyway. Yeah, like the pistache of the Oh, and or something. Okay. And Jean and Jean mom mom Jean sent Harold to the store to buy actual candy because she was all bummed out because. Everybody was dumping. Yeah, they were dumping her cookies on the lawn. Back on the lawn. And there were ants all over them. Oh, see, that's just so insulting. (laughs) So insulting. It really is. 
we're trying to teach the kids not to take unwrapped food goods or food food stuff mm-hmm. foodstuffs or something like that yeah so that's a great episode it's it's one that like Chrissy likes to watch all the Halloween episodes of mm-hmm. all the different shows that we've always liked for a long time she likes to go through and pick out the Halloween episodes that are like <laughs> on that 70s show they have like two or three of them and and Frasier or Cheers or whatever you know you'll go and find just the Halloween episodes and uh, this is always one that we try to go to if mm-hmm. we can find it online. Or I throw in the DVD if I have to. So it's a good episode. Tricks or treat, tricks and treats. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was episode three. Do you have anything else to add before we move on to four? No, I think that's good. I think we've, we've covered a decent amount there. It was definitely a comeuppance type of episode. Yeah. Um, so we'll... Let, let me wrap up the show and then we'll we can talk about if you want to go on to episode four or if you want to wait till another time. So anyway, thank you all for uh, listening again to another episode of Bonsai Retro Club. You can find us at bonsairetroclub.com. You can find us on Twitter um, through Bonsai Retro Club. Uh, uh, Dave manages that one. Suzanne has one at at Suze Mataboni, M-A-T-T-A-B-O-N-I, on Twitter, and also her webpage, um, SuzanneMataboni.com. And you yeah. can follow me on Twitter at, I'm at 80s Auto Reverse. That's 80S Auto Reverse. Um, or uh, through Facebook, too, you can look up our page and link to everybody that's on there. So, and if you ever want to email us, send it to McFly at bonsairetroclub.com. Uh, oh, go and if if you can, go and review us and leave us uh, a review on Apple iTunes. That's always very helpful. Helps us get more exposure. And so, Suzanne, did I leave anything out? Uh, I I think that's it. Unless somebody wants to go check out Instagram. Uh, oh, yeah, Instagram, too. Yes, yeah, Suzanne um, Mataboni 80s. Okay, cool. That one, and then uh, Dave does uh, 80s, or Bonsai Retro Club on Instagram also. Pretty sure. I don't know. I don't do Instagram very often. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I've been neglecting Instagram. I should get on there and check it out and see what's going on. Yeah. You know. Yeah, that's, that's like my... Do 80s time capsule thing. It took me a long time to go from Facebook to get more involved with Twitter. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've I become more involved with Twitter, but now everybody's going to Instagram. So now I have to try to shift into Instagram as well and and manage three different social media accounts, you know. Yeah. Yeah. We're way too, we're, <laughs> like, everybody's so involved. <laughs> it's crazy. Next thing you know, we'll be doing TikTok. I don't know. Well, uh, somebody better teach me that one. Yeah. <laughs> have you have you seen daughter. that? No, I don't have think you seen I've seen that app yet. Oh, yeah. There's some. There's I don't some, think so. It's all it's all video. It's short videos, like less, uh. like twenty seconds or less, and they're just little clips. It, there's some interesting stuff out there, but there's a lot of really just like okay, bizarre and <laughs> <Why>? weird and <laughs> waste of waste of time stuff. So. 
anyway, so everybody have a good whatever and be excellent to each other, like Dave always likes to say, and we will talk to you again soon. Okay. Party on, dudes. Nice. <laughs> This has been a Bonsai Retro Club production. Bonsai, Daniel said. Hey, Bonsai! 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 Thank you.